Hello everyone and Namaskar. Uh, this is another story by Acharya Ramananda Badut about his experiences uh, working for PR Sarkar Shri Shri Ji, or as members of our organization we affectionately refer to him as Baba. Um, the story is titled Baba Donates 1000 Rupees for Relief and it goes like this. In 1966 and 67, a severe drought affected Bihar, as well as some parts of Madhya Pradesh, Bengal, and Orissa. Baba formed a committee for our relief efforts and specified that some workers should be included. Important margis got involved, such as Shashi Ranjan, who opened the relief office in his quarters, and the government cooperated with us by donating rice and other foodstuffs. Jaya Prakash Narayan, who was directing the relief efforts for the state of Bihar, gave us a lot of wheat. Other foodstuffs we purchased with the money donated by Margis and other well-wishers. We distributed these materials, and once the worst of the disaster was behind us, we started a food-for-work program so that the local people could feel that they were responsible for their own recovery rather than being the recipients of aid programs. Together with the people, we constructed roads and opened cheap kitchens and dug wells. In October 1967, severe floods began to ravage the Bengal coast in the area of Kontai. I did not speak Bengali at the time, but since I had experience in relief work, Baba sent me there to help the flood victims. He even taught me a few Bengali words and expressions before sending me to the constituency of Samarguha, a close associate of Netaji who knew Baba. There were a few margis in that area including Bamkin Chandrabera, and they helped me to collect materials and foodstuffs. We opened up a kitchen for the victims and distributed the materials we were able to collect. I was unhappy with our efforts, however. The devastation was tremendous. Hundreds of thousands of people were suffering, and we were only able to feed some five to 600 people a day. I felt as if I had failed Baba. Then I learned that he was coming to Medinapur, for DMC, about three hours from where I was working. I knew that I was required to attend the DMC, but I didn't feel that I could face Baba and admit how little I had been able to do for the people. So I decided not to attend. But early one morning, Nirmalananda showed up at my door with orders from Baba to bring me to Medinapur. I was meditating at the time, enjoying a very good meditation, when I heard his voice. Ramananda, where are you? What are you doing? Baba sent me to bring you to the DMC. Leave whatever you're doing and come with me. It turned out that when the workers arrived in Medinapur, Baba had asked where I was, and when he learned that I was absent, he chose Nirmalananda to go fetch me. How can I go, I told him. The Margis are working very hard to help the people. I can't just leave them like that. The Margis will take care of the work while you are gone. My orders are to bring you with me, no matter what you're doing. Eating, sleeping, working, it doesn't matter. You have to come with me right now. So I accompanied him to Medinapur, sure that Baba would scold me. Throughout the journey, I tried to prepare myself mentally for Baba's displeasure, though I knew that I had worked to, to the best of my capacity. If Baba scolded me, I decided I would accept it as his grace. There's a side note from the author. It says, Baba's scolding was an expression of his love for his disciples, like a father correcting his son or daughter for their own improvement. We reached the house where Baba was staying just after lunchtime. Baba was walking his hundred steps, 
his regular routine after lunch and dinner. When he was informed that I had arrived, he called me into his room. I did Sastang Pranam, and when I got up, he told me to sit in the corner. If you sit in the middle of the room, he said, it will get in the way of my walking. He walked for another 10 or 15 minutes and then sat on his cot. Then he told me to call whatever Margis and workers were there in the house. I thought it odd because Baba was wearing a lungi and a t-shirt. He never received Margis or workers like that, in such informal dress, but it was his order. So I went and called everybody into his room. When everyone was inside, there must have been at least a dozen people, including three or four workers. Baba told me to bring him his Punjab shirt. Ah, I thought he has remembered that he is not wearing a proper shirt. But when I went to hand him the shirt, he said, No, I am not going to put it on. Just hold it out in front of me, as if I were going to put it on. Now I was really curious. By this time I had realized that Baba was not going to scold me. When I held the shirt up in front of him, he said, Ramananda, I have a specific system for my belongings. That way I always know what is in the right pocket and what is in the left. Now I will take out what is in the right pocket. Baba put his hand in the right pocket and drew out an old-style Indian wallet with a zip. He opened the wallet, took out the money that was in it, and then put the wallet back in the pocket. Then he told me to return the shirt to its hanger. As I was putting the shirt back, he started counting out all the bills that he had removed, counting them out loud. There were ten bills, ten one hundred rupee notes. When he finished counting, he said, You know, this boy was weeping this morning because he had so little funds. He was pained because he could do so little for the victims of the flood. No one is helping him, but at least I am able to contribute one thousand rupees. This is my physical contribution. Ramananda, come here. From now on, I assure you, assure you that you will not lack for money or materials for your relief work. This is my pledge to you. Come, take this money. I started crying. How kind Baba was to me. After that, the Margis who were gathered in the room started helping. They collected a great deal of funds for the work, and I was able to expand our relief efforts manyfold. Thank you.